Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Slash and dash. Slash and dash. <laughs> Uh, so you guys voted on Patreon for The Terminator, which is a 1995... Is it, was it 95? I don't know. That would be amazing if it was. <laughs> Definitely an old... So this this guy is um, Anthony Onoprienko, not the Arnold Schwarzenegger film. And he comes from Ukraine, which uh, I always thought was the Ukraine, but it's not because it's now a country. Not an area. And that is the basis of my If knowledge. I say anything, I'm going to make myself look like an idiot. I think I already have made myself look like an idiot. Um, so he was born in 1959 in Lasky, Ukraine, which is what they call, it's what they call Alaska. In Do they call it Lasky? They call her Lasky. Hey, Lasky. We're um, going to see her. Yeah, we are going to see her. I'm going to tell you when. Um, so, because we'd get mopped. They'd be like, stand aside. <laughs> like, Don't you know there's some low-level podcasters here? Last time when I put on Instagram a photo of a drag show and someone else was like, oh yeah, I was there. Like, Don't care. Don't give a shit. Uh, so, it's not going to be a misconnection on Craigslist or anything. Just... Uh, so aged one, his, uh, his mother died and he was sent to an orphanage despite the fact his father was around and had his older brother living with him. Just didn't like him. Just didn't want to do babies. No. So as a result, he pretty much hated families and uh, sort of blamed a lot of that on some of the crimes that he committed. Um, So he had quite bad mental health issues as a teenager and in adulthood, and he struggled to keep menial, menial jobs. He did join the army, obviously, for a while. To be fair, I would struggle to keep a menial job just because menial menial I've, I've not got the attention span for any type of focused activity no I, even when it's an inset day i'm watching the clock i need to be talking about myself to make the days pass quickly yeah i need to be making it up as i go along <laughs> yeah um so then uh so he joined the army and he was given firearms training despite the fact he was clearly um all over the place and he also worked on a cruise ship for a while and he used to steal from cabins um i That's guess you've the got, like, weirdest a... crossover what <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i want to see that as a sitcom or a musical orphan psychopath wants to be in the army but goes on a cruise ship <laughs> 
But he um, used to steal from the cabins, which I guess you've got like a captive audience, but also you've got a captive audience. They can look for you and find you. I would love to have seen his level of customer care. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, so while he was on a cruise ship... What kind of Ukrainian cruise ships were there in the 70s? Fuck knows. Um, So... a bath. He he got with a fellow worker and she got pregnant. And so he left the cruise ship life and he moved in with her for a while. And then he just abandoned her and her child when like when the child was born which is effectively what happened to him um but when the waves are calling you just gotta go so then he lived as a criminal uh (laughs) during the 1980s um and his uh his crimes got progressively worse so he was he was basically traveling around and just stealing and making money that way for a while. And then in 1989, on a Prianko, uh, got an accomplice called Sergei Rogozin. I'm definitely not pronouncing that right. And him and Sergei killed Onoprianko's landlady. All of your Eastern European things sound really American. Sergei. <laughs> Get a Sergei with, sal- with a, I don't know. He sounds like he's in an old Western. I think I'm trying really hard not to try and do a Ukraine accent. So I think oh. maybe the antithesis of Ukraine accents is... It's like Wild West. What, like, wild West. What? Yeah. Like the literally the opposite on the colour wheel. Go to the saloon with Sergei. <laughs> And get a sass brilly. <laughs> that's like uh, some. Uh, what's that robot show? Westworld. That's some Westworld. Robocop. Show. Westworld. The Terminator. Did, it's not. Did Westworld? I'm glitching. <laughs> did Westworld ever get good? I don't. I really loved season one. I haven't seen season two yet. Yeah. Um. It started to become like some sort of weird sci-fi crap. <laughs> I felt. Um, I like the sci-fi. It's my uh. We'll anyway. not we'll not post that review to Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> um, weird sci-fi crap. And so, um, so he and his he and this this Sergey guy killed the landlady, and then they uh, travel. They carried on hanging out for a while, I think, and they um, they hadn't been caught. And he claims that they killed two people uh, after that who were in a car so they were planning to steal this car and they went over and they were like oh god there's two people in so um sergi thought well we'll just move on to another car but on a prianko thought well we'll shoot them in the face so then he did that um and i think he sort of blackmailed sergi to say that i'm not gonna uh like i'll i'll kill your family if you tell on me so then they part ways with the mutual understanding that they are not going to speak to each other but apparently ronopianko has said that he after that crime literally just sat in the car with the bodies for 2 hours and didn't... yeah and realized i was too lazy to find another car but this is way much more work <laughs> exactly like that wasn't the easy way out of the situation <laughs> exactly so he did later bury the bodies but he could, I mean, he, yeah, he could have just got another car. But this is when he decided he had a bit of a taste for killing and that it made him feel powerful, important. So one month later, he killed a couple who were having sex in their car. Um, this time on his own, he did this. So he just stumbled across them um, 
murdered them. Um, and he continued to murder people in their cars for a while. So what he would do is he would shoot them. He's like, I found the winning combination. Yeah. So he'd shoot them and then he'd set fire to the car or sometimes bury the bodies. Um, sometimes these were children. Uh, and there was a spree of this. Now he stopped the spree for a while, for a few years, and he started traveling around Europe. And he didn't, as soon as he left Ukraine, he didn't kill anyone. It's almost like that was the place he was a murderer. And if not, he was just regular traveling bloke. So he worked in Germany. He worked in Austria. But as far as we know, he didn't commit any murders there. But over time, he began to miss Ukraine. But he began to think that he had to continue his mission of murdering people in Ukraine. So he he went back with the idea that I'm going to carry on this spree. Now he assumed he'd get back and everyone would be like, oh my God, these murders, they've started again. And it was like a big investigation and people would be looking oh. for him. No one had given a shit. Um, they hadn't even worked out it was one guy. They thought it was just a random spate of just different people murdering people. And part of that was because Ukraine had become independent. The police were sort of all over the place. They, you know, they they weren't sort of being run properly and uh, they just were so far behind on this case it hadn't even been looked into really. So that sort of pissed him off as well. So he's like, how do you solve this? So then he's like, well, I'm going to go max destruction. No one's going to ignore me now, which is dangerous, really Just write horrible. some letters. Yeah. Like Son of Sam style. Just, <laughs> I love a creepy letter. I, I do, but only if it gets solved after. Like, I don't want it just floating out there. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's true. 
Did you ever used to get chain letters? Yes. They were literally written out, weren't they? I think my mum thought that they were actually a cult. Of the devil. (laughs) Yeah. Because she'd be like, shred it now. Do not even look at it. Like she would be really angry about them. But I guess then they did say, if you don't, then this, that we're going to curse you. But it says, if you, if you look at it, you've got to send it on. If you've read it. Well, I think she should, she could have been better just by being like, oh, never mind, put it in the bin. But the way she was like, light the candles. (laughs) Burn it. (laughs) Quick. Burn it now. They were so freaky. I remember writing out a couple. And yeah, Did had, you? Did you have to hand copy them out? You literally had, you had to send it out to five more people. So you didn't even have to do it once. You had to write it out five times <laughs> and then give it to someone. Oh, can we try it again? So stupid. And then you had those text ones that they do like. Yeah. And then it went to emails. What now? Oh, you still see them on Facebook, don't you? Do you? Who's going to dare to repost this? Oh, yeah, but that's more like I don't know why they feel like I have to be dared to repost it. Who's got enough time to repost this? Whose timeline is so bare they need to repost it? These are all our listeners. I'm so sorry. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) The only people I have on Facebook are the podcast people. I'm so sorry to all of you. (laughs) Don't tell, dare me to repost this. (laughs) Sorry. You love this Should I lie about what I like? No. No, that that is the whole reason for making this podcast. It's not like it doesn't make me like really angry. I don't look at it all the time. I'm just never going to repost it. <laughs> no. Uh, right. Anyway, so <laughs> after alienating all our listeners, um, not everyone. There's like two or three of you. That's fine. They probably didn't listen anymore anyway. They made friends with us and realized we weren't that fun. <laughs> our online presence is not that. Like, titillating it's non-existent now i can't be asked <laughs> so, that's worse <laughs> not because of you guys it's just like <laughs> twitter oh god <laughs> just want to sit at home and watch the new shit i really just want to wear pajamas <gasps> have you seen it no oh it's pretty shit it's not like the old did you watch old shipwrecked you're now listening. What, what are we going to call it? This is, fuck it. This is now the Shipwrecked <laughs> podcast. We're going to do a daily discussion. This is like our RuPaul Drag Race podcast. No one's going to listen, but we're going to have so much fun. One review. One. Genuine. Did we? Yeah. And it was a good one. Nice. I liked those days. Um, yeah, no, it's not good. It's not like the old Shipwrecked. I'm one of those people now, aren't I? I'm like a reality TV snob. That's like the lowest of the low. Right. So anyway... Oni Prienko, after that light relief. Um, so he went to visit a relative and he stole their hunting guns and then he set off on another spree and he was determined people would notice him this time. So he broke into the home of a 70-year-old woman. He shot her and he burned down the house. Now, four days later, he travelled to a town and he shot a man and a woman in their car again. So he's back to his old tricks. She got away, but when she returned... He shot her and he burned the car. So she'd obviously like gone to try and get help and then she'd come back for the man that she'd left in the car thinking that he'd gone. He's probably hiding. It's just, it's nightmarish. It's just horror film. Um, so a month later, he continued starting to use a certain method. So now he would go to a house and um, they're quite quite rural, this area. So quite far between. It wasn't like villagey or residential and he'd make a noise outside the house and he'd wait for the man to come out and then he'd shoot the man and then he'd go in and he'd seek out the women and he'd sort of stalk them around the house and try and catch them kill them and then he'd do the same with the children and he would lit there was no child too young he would literally kill anyone he came across it was just horrific and he thought it was part of this plan 
and that he was supposed to be doing this and he was this amazing killer. So he went to stay with a cousin um, and his wife. I think it was the people that he'd originally gone to visit um, before traveling around and then he went back to them and they let him stay, but the wife wasn't too jazzed about it. She was she was like, this guy is kind of strange. And then it didn't help that he kept a gun under the bed. So she said to her husband, you're going to have to boot him out. Now the husband felt really bad. It was his cousin. He didn't want to just boot him out. So he came up with a plan. So what he thought he'd do was find a local woman who seems a little bit lonely and set her up with Honor Prienko. And it really worked very That's, well. How quickly do you expect them to move in together as well? That's playing the long game. Exactly. I want him gone. He's freaking me out. He comes home covered in blood. Well, let me just wait for the engagement first. <laughs> so, like, he introduced her. He introduced this local woman called Anna. And um, she had used to have an abusive husband. And he'd left her. And um, she was at home with the kids. And she, you know, was looking for a new relationship. He introduced Anna Prienko to her and they got on really well. And within a couple of weeks, he moved in. So it suited that family completely to the ground. Now he lied to her and he said that he was like a traveling businessman, maybe a bit of a salesman. So then he would just disappear and she'd be fine with that. So he would go and he'd leave and he would continue this spree of killings and he'd return and she just had no idea. So the winter of 1995... Um, he's continuing with these crimes and it was so cold that people um, were experiencing blackouts as well due to poor power supplies so you'd have massive families moving in together uh-huh. so you'd have lots of generations living together for warmth I guess I mean if, if, if there's no power they could light a fire get warm in big groups and he capitalized on this as a killer and this is why he's got so many uh, murders to his name because he would just go and he'd just completely wipe out whole families um so he'd just ambush the families kill everyone there and then he'd go before anyone's seen him and he wouldn't just shoot but he'd stab the the victims or he'd strangle them as well he'd steal jewelry and he'd take the jewelry and he'd give it to um anna or he'd take items from the house and give it to the children so really heartless ruthless nonsensical not sexually motivated just because he thought it was part of some sort of plan um So between 1995 in December and March in 1996, he killed 40 people. And that was nine different massacres of groups of people, of whole families. And then you add on the 12 that he'd killed earlier, it's 52 people is his total death count as to what he's admitted to. Is it one of those where he's admitted to them in prison later and they don't know if actually he killed them or not? Um... I think he's admitted to them and I think probably it's not really that Just trying to talk it up and have more status in prison. Like, well, I killed 40 people. No, I think it's accurate because I think he's given details. And I mean, I I guess it's hard to check, but because they were so similar, the killings, um, Mm. and it was just, you know, he'd burn down the houses as well, but they'd find like bodies and they'd realize it was whole families. I don't think there's anyone else it was likely to have been anyway. Yeah. So noon, April the 7th, the I mean, police... You don't usually hear of those serial massacres the same oh, that I can think of, like serial killers who would 
they don't usually try and go for that many people at once. Yeah, and family is new. Like people knew this was happening by this time and people were terrified because he'd come in the middle of the night. So like you'd go to sleep thinking, oh my God, what if this guy turns up? He's like, are we all going to be dead in the morning? It's terrifying. So... Um, and the police were onto it, but they would, you know, they, they didn't have any leads. So noon, April the seventh, they get a call, and it's uh, Peter Onoprienko, and that's the cousin of um, our killer. What was his name again? Uh, Antoli, and he had found a stash of weapons hidden in his house, and he thought these are Antoli's, and um, so he'd he'd phone the police, and he'd. Uh, he t- oh no he told Antoli to take them out first and Antoli had got really angry he'd threatened Peter he'd fre- threatened Peter's family and Antoli was like right I'm just gonna phone the police because I'm not having that you've, you've overstepped it and he said um he's my cousin he has been living here but he's living with this woman Anna so then they went over to Anna's house now they were suspect and they were thinking is it is it linked to these murders so police arrived very quickly they surrounded the house they didn't know if Anna was home if the children were home so they had to be sort of wary in terms of them going in he could take hostages but they just rang the doorbell and he just opened it and he thought it was going to be Anna and just let them in um but then they just arrested him and he didn't fight he didn't kick off he just say it sounded like he wanted this attention that he was waiting for the day when he would be a notorious killer yeah and then so they he didn't admit anything but when they were looking around the house as they were arresting him they saw items that they knew were said from other family members that were missing from previous crime scenes so they'd see like a tape recorder and be like oh that was missing from this murder and then obviously there was the jewelry that Anna had so uh they had they searched they gained more evidence from the house they questioned Anna Priyanka but he wouldn't talk and they thought we've got to get this guy to talk so tickle him <laughs> uh so they, after after trying to get him to talk for a while, he did start to talk about his childhood, the fact he was adopted, the fact he'd had a crappy childhood. And then the police thought, right, well, this guy, he wants to be listened to. Let's appeal to his sense of pride. So they said, oh, well, we, we thought we we're going to bring the general in because, you know, he's really important and this could be a really high profile case. But if there's nothing to tell the general, then maybe we shouldn't bother so then he started saying, oh, well, no, there's definitely something to tell the general. So um, then they did bring in the general and he just started telling everything. So he he admitted to the killing of 52 people. I love it if they just had like, oh, the general's coming. <laughs> and they just put a mannequin, like <laughs> making like home alone, just walking past the door window. <laughs> like, like the hat. He's here. <laughs> like walking like sideways across. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so uh, he claimed it was because of a dark force now at trial I didn't really understand this because it said he was found guilty and sentenced to death however they didn't have the death penalty in Ukraine so I'm not sure why he was sentenced to death we'd kill you if we could (laughs) but um, so he didn't get the death penalty even though he was sentenced to death I think it's because Ukraine had now become part of Europe and then Europe had certain rules that weren't there before but it's too complicated for my little brain but basically he was put in prison and he died in prison in 2013 so like a big big like killer awful like boogeyman scary middle of the night shit 
I always think, you know, at the end, maybe we should finish with when they get captured. Because when we get to the end of a story and it's like, and then they died at the age of 67, I always like, it's a bit of a weird <laughs> emotional response that I get of like, Oh. Yeah, but then and I don't you, feel all, but if you're listening in bed before you go to sleep, that's you need the resolution. Yeah, you've got the resolution, head hits the pillow, you're done. True. Good night. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.